the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called, Our Response to the Word. Every time God has His Word preached and or taught to us, He's extending to us the opportunity to receive the results He wants to manifest in our lives. Through His Word, God extends to us the opportunity to have what the Word says we can have. The opportunity to eliminate all the things that shouldn't be operating in our lives. And the opportunity to experience the kind of life that can only be entered and enjoyed by accepting and using properly the word that God shares with us. All these godly results happen in our lives when we respond properly to the word God provides. Otherwise, God's word will never do for us what it could have done for us. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we respond properly to God's word when he extends it to us so that God can do in our lives everything his word shows us that God can do for us. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called, Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn with me, please, to the book of Hebrews, chapter 10. As we continue to teach it, and we started just a little while back, and that is our response to the Word of God. A very important series. That we might glorify the Lord in all that it is that we do. We might glorify the Lord and magnify his name, too. That we might cause men and women, boys and girls all over this world to be able to realize that God is good and his mercy endures forever. Because they see a walking, talking example of the awesomeness of the living God when they see you and me. When they see us in the marketplaces, they recognize that God is good. Because they see our businesses flourishing. They see the things that we set in our hands to do prospering. They see that our products are better than everyone else's and our services are better than every place, everyone else's. And we do it with a smile. And, 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 and it's a guarantee that'll last a while. They get a chance to see that and realize that these are Christians. Oh, their Lord must be good. They'll see our children in the schools and recognize our children are 10 times wiser than the children of the world as they're beginning to conduct themselves the way they're supposed to conduct themselves as a result of not eating the king's meat. Not listening to his music, not operating in his way, not having his filth in their mouth, but operating the way that they're supposed to operate as little powerful people demonstrating the greatness of God right where they are. I'm talking about from kindergarten all the way up through college. Are you listening to me? Ten times wiser than the children of the world to the point that all the ones with the wonderful scholarships, even the road scholarships are all the children of God who are continuously showing forth the glory in everything that it is that they do. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's my kids and yours too. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
I'm talking about the fullness of God, walking in the greatness of God, that everywhere they look, that there's no place in society that they cannot go, that they don't see a, a Christian walking in the fullness of what God has in store for them. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Even if they go into a McDonald's and see somebody washing their floors, they see a king washing their floors. Blessed be the name of the Lord and doing it better than anybody else, not leaving mop pieces all over the place and stuff thrown up in the corners. How you listening to me? But operating in excellency and all that it is that we do. And if we put the hamburgers together, then the pickles is where they're supposed to be, too. Are you listening to me? Stuff not sliding all over the place, being all wrong. Why? Because we're going to demonstrate the glory of God in all that it is we do. But all this is contingent upon us responding to the word of God properly. Because God's got great plans for you. I don't know if you know that or not. You hear it sometimes with matter of fact about it. But God has awesome plans for each and every one of your lives. You got to consider that God designed and ordained you and set up what he wanted you to do even before the foundations of the world. Before there was a light in a day, before there was a, anybody walking in any kind of way, before there was a twinkle in your mom and daddy's eye on that night, God had already planned who you were, what, what you were going to be named, and, 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 and what he planned for your life in Jesus' name. He already had it set up for you. Now it's our time to be able to walk in what God has in store for us. I said now it's our time to walk in what it is that God has in store for us. I said, now is our time to walk in what it is that God has in store for us. This is the time and this is the season for the children of God to stand up and be who we are, operate the way God intended us to operate and be all that it is he ordained and designed us to be so that we no longer look like a substandard group of people or a lower class of people. Are you listening to me? But we walk in the exalted, exalted position that God has placed for each and every one of us, far above all principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, not only standing by the grace of God, but taking territory for the Lord, taking back everything that it is that the devil has stolen, taking back our neighborhoods, glory to God. So it ain't graffiti all over the place and everything like that. But if somebody going to write something upside or something, it'll be Jesus is Lord to the glory of God, our father. Are you listening to me? Praise. I might not take that off the building. Somebody write that on there. Might leave it up there for a minute or two if they spell it right. Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It is. We can walk in the fullness of what God has in store for us. But it's contingent upon our responding to the word. Because in order for the Lord to get us to where he wants to get us to, he always sends us the word. The word is the, is the vehicle that he uses to get us to the destination that he has in store for each and every one of us. The word is that which is, empowers us to be able to step out and do and receive all that it is that God has in store for us. It guides us. It leads us. It does everything necessary to be able to get us to that destination. It's all about the word. That's why you want to know what the word says, because it's the word that's going to get you there. But we've already learned that there's two responses to the word. One, we can accept it or we can reject it. It's really pretty much boiled down to accept it or reject it. Well, pastor, you left out one. Which one I leave out, baby? You left out. Think about it. Pray about it. Oh, that's under reject. Praise God. Because if the moment that you don't accept what God has to say, you just rejected what he had to say. You know, it's no temporary thing. You don't put it over there and and I get to it in a minute or I'll tell you about it later. I'll answer you later. No, you got to answer the Lord when he presents it to you. That is the moment that he's bringing to you an opportunity to be able to step into the things he has in store for you. That doesn't mean that the opportunity is over at that point, but yet you sure enough rejected that one and he loves you enough to present it to you once again. Well, praise God. It's time for us to begin to start accepting what God has to say and quit rejecting it. Paraphrasing, it's time for us to receive it and stop denying it. Because many of us deny the word of God. When God comes and tells us this is available to us, we deny it. But no, it's time out for that. It's time for us to start accepting what God has to say, receiving what he says, and believing what he says. Because the other way that you could paraphrase it is that you could believe it or not believe it. Most believers are not believing believers. Most believers are just believers enough to get saved. 
but they're not believers enough to order their lives according to what he has to say. There's believers enough to be able to get some fire insurance, but not believers enough to be able to understand that God has awesome plans for your life. And then if you trust in him, he can be able to get you to the destination he has in store for you, despite what has gone on in the past, despite all this nonsense that seems like it's going to continue to last, despite what your future is that somebody painted for you. God says, I can do for you what I said I will do. But the question is, is will we believe that he can do it? Because if we can believe it, we can receive it. If we don't, we won't. God's got it broke down real simple like that. And so it's imperative for us during these days and times to begin to start responding correctly to the word of God, to stop responding like we were responding before and uh, rejecting it, denying it, not believing it. But now it's time to start accepting, receiving and and, and believing what God has to say. Let the church say amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10 is our foundational text. And then you're going to get some awesome information today. Have an ear to hear what the Lord is going to say. Hebrews chapter 10. Start reading at verse 35. He says, cast not away, therefore, your confidence which has great recompense of reward. And it does too. Your confidence, which is equivalent to your faith, has great recompense of reward because faith will manifest for you the things that you hope for and dream for too. Hope will manifest for you the things that it is that God has planned for you. Hope will cause spiritual substance to be able to manifest around that which it is that he has declared it can, can occur and, and begin to start drawing to it all the natural necessary, the, the necessary natural substance to be able to cause it to be formed right before your very eyes. Whereas hope uh, gives you the blueprint of what it is that God wants to do. God will give you a blessed hope, but God will also give you in the word faith. And that faith will give you a confidence that God will do what he said he'll do. And as long as you hold fast to your faith and your confidence, God can get for you and do for you what it is he wants to do. That's why it says cast not away, therefore, your confidence, because many people cast away their confidence. Little circumstances and situations enter into their life. You know, so what somebody has to say about their husband or wife causes them to begin to start casting away their confidence, believing that well, maybe it can't happen. Maybe it won't happen for me. Or, or is this really the will of God for me? That's called doubt, which will cause you to get left out. But if you just lock in with what it is that God has to say, hold on to what God has to say, despite the circumstances and situations that come up in the midst of your life, despite the information and the drama, drama, drama that's going on in the middle of your life. If you just lock in with what God has to say, the Bible says that it has great recompense of reward. It will bring you the desired results into the midst of your life. We read on verse 36 says it says, for ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise course, in order to receive the promise, you got to do what God has to say. That's why it says after you do the will of God, you'll receive the promise. But it adds in this other part, too, and says that you need have need of patience, which means that you got to learn to wait, got to learn to be patient. It's not a difficult thing for a person that has confidence. It's not a difficult person, a thing for a person that knows God to have patience because, you know, God's going to come through. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. God never fails. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God never does not do what he said he's going to do. He says, in the, in, in, he says, I'm not a man that I should lie. In the book of Numbers, I'm not a man that I should lie, nor the son of man that I should repent. If it were not so, I would have told you. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if he told you something today, then you just hold fast. God's going to bring it to you one day. All you got to do is just do what he tells you to do and then have patience as you wait on the Lord. Wait knowing that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Wait knowing that he's going to come through for you. Wait knowing that you can hold fast to what it is he has to say, despite of what's going on around you any day, and lock in with what God has to say, and he'll be able to get you through. For, verse 37 says, for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Notice he shall come, no questions about it, but he that shall come will come. If, if you uh, uh, just 
have your patience and don't cast away your confidence. If you stay locked in with what God has to say and don't give it up, God's going to come through for you. He's not seeing how long you can wait and holding on just to be able to stretch you and mold you and make you. And then when you get made the way he wants you to make you, then he'll come through for you. No, God's desire is to come through for you more than your desire is for him to come through for you because it's his plan is what it is that he got set up. And so, of course, he's going to do everything necessary to make it happen for you. But you just got to hold fast and don't let go. Verse 38 says, now, as a result of everything that it is, I just said to you, the just shall live by faith. That fires me up every time I read it. I don't know if you noticed it and stuff like that. The just shall live by faith. I like that because that's an affirmation for me, once again, of how it is that I need to live my life. Because the Bible tells me clearly, not just this place, but three other places, that the just shall live by faith. We are the just. We are the just. That word just is short for justified. And justified means to be declared righteous. God has declared us righteous. No, initially we were not righteous. Our righteousness was as a filthy rag, it says in the book of Isaiah. But at the same time, we who have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior have received the awesome exchange that occurred on the cross. And that exchange was to exchange righteousness with us. He took upon our sin and he, and he gave us his righteousness, his right standing with God. And he, then he declared us righteous, told us we were forgiven from the cross. And if God said we're forgiven through Jesus Christ, then we're forgiven. Praise God, which makes us righteous. We are no longer sinners, but we have been saved by grace. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are the ones that have been pulled out of darkness into the marvelous light. We are children of God, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. You know, this is you too. It's not just me. Praise God. You are children of God, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. We are the representatives of the living God. We are ambassadors of God. We are a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people that are called out to show forth the glory of God. God selected us, hand selected us. He chose us before the foundation of earth to show forth his glory. He said, I'm going to give you my glory and I want you to show it forth to everybody you see. Show my greatness, show my awesomeness. Show him, show him, show him. And he's causing us to do it. And we to just, and the way that we do it is to live by faith. That phrase live is talking about to be able to order your life according to, which is the way we do our lives. The way we roll and the way we do what we do is that we live our lives by faith. We don't live it by circumstances and situations. That doesn't mean circumstances and situations are not going on, but that's not how we order our lives. We order our lives according to faith. What did God say? That's all we need to know is what did God say? What do we need to know? That's all we need to know. What do we need to know? Because that's how we live. We the just. We are a chosen people that operate according to what it is that God has to say. We have a privilege that nobody else has. We are the only people on the face of the earth that walk according to what it is that God has said. And therefore, we're the only ones that get a chance to be exalted higher than anything and anybody else. We're the only ones that get a chance to be delivered the way that only God can deliver. Yes, afflictions can come from the left and from the right. But the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord will deliver us out of them all. Why? Because we live by faith. We do what it is that God said. Are you listening to me? And that faith gives us confidence that we know that, yeah, this is but a slight and temporary thing that's going on in the midst of my life, that this too shall pass. Why? Because God delivered me out of everything else and he's going to deliver me out of this too. God handled everything else and he's going to handle this too. Because when I was in sin, without God as a friend, God delivered me and brought me out of that darkness into the light. And if he can bring me out of hell's grip, then sure enough, he can solve this financial situation. If he can pull me out of hell's fire, then surely he can be able to get this mess up out of my house. If he can do it, and since he, I know he can do it, then I live in confidence. Glory to God. Are you listening to me? 
The just live by faith. But it goes on to say, but if any man draw back, my soul, this is God the Father talking to you. He said, my soul have no pleasure in him. My God. God says, if any man draw back, which means that when he presents us this word that's going to deliver us out of these situations, if we draw back, pull away from it, pull back from it, God said, look, my soul has no pleasure in that. Why? Because I did everything that I did to be able to get you to the destination I have in store for you. I did everything I did to get you to the place I have in store for you. I pulled you out of darkness to deliver you out of something, to deliver you into something. God didn't just deliver the children of Israel out of Egyptian bondage. He intended to take them to a promised land. And God's got a promised land for you. And he's going to send the hand of the God by, by way of the word of God to be able to bring you through. But if you reject the hand and don't go in the direction that it wants to take you, then he can't get you what it is he has in store for you. And if you draw back, God said, my soul have no pleasure in him. Why? Because I can't get you what I want to get you. I can't take you the way he wanted to take you. And not only that, but you draw back, next verse says, unto perdition. P-E-R-D-I-T-I-O-N. Perdition, which is talking about destruction. Glory to God. Which is talking about uh, uh, desolation. Glory to God. And, 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 and one translation even puts it in such a way where it's, it's as though salvation never occurred. And it begins to start dealing with us just as if salvation never occurred. And here we got to live these old jacked up lives unnecessarily because God has already sent that which is necessary to get us to what it he has in store for us, to empower us to be able to get there, to be able to lead us and guide us there to the point that all we got to do is follow him and do what he tells us to do and we'll be able to get through. But do you think most believers do that? Uh-uh. No, they refuse to do it. They pull back all the time. And that's where the state of the body of Christ is right now is we are a people who too many times draw back from what it is that God has to say. And we'll not order our lives according to what it is he has to say when God's trying to get us to this awesome destination. But we step back into destruction, step back into mess, step back into stress. And it's so unnecessary. Oh, yes, it is. It's so unnecessary. Well, God wants to share with you what's necessary to get you up out of that crap. Turn over to Hebrews chapter four. Hebrews chapter four. Oh, it's going to get good right here. Hebrews chapter four. Let's start reading verse nine. Of course, I told you already that every time God wants to deliver you, he, he sends the word to be able to happen, do it for you. He says, for if Jesus, no, go back to Hebrews chapter 10. There's a part I want to show you in that. Hebrews chapter 10. Yep. Verse 39. Said, but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the souls. See, in order to be able to get you to the destination that God has in store for you, the Lord desires to save your soul. Well, wait a minute, pastor. I thought I was already saved. Yeah, you, the spirit living on the inside of you is saved because you are a spirit that's created in the image and likeness of God that dwells in a body and possesses a soul. Let me tell you, your your real makeup, you are a spirit because you're created in the image and likeness of God. God gave you a body to live in. That's one of the reasons why when you die, the body drops to the ground because it's the clothing that you wear while you're here on earth. Allows you to come into contact with this wonderful world that God has made for you. To be able to see the splendors, the glorious splendor of this wonderful creation that he made. Be able to touch, taste, and feel all this wonderful thing that he placed here. You get to just enjoy the aromas because you have a nose. Are you listening to me while you're here? That's like if you was in space, you'd have a space suit. Well, you're on earth, and that's your earth suit. As long as you live here, that's what, that's what you're going to be living in. But the moment that you give up the ghost, the moment that your spirit leaves here, the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with Christ. Wait a minute. How can you be absent from the body if your body is you? Are you listening to me? It's to be absent from the body. Why? Because you check up out this hotel. Are you listening to me? And you go on to home to be with the Lord because you are a spirit that lives in a body that possesses a soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your motion. It's the place where it 
don't want to get too deep right now, but it's the place that bridges between the spirit and the body, between the spirit and the body. That allows you to be able to make decisions and to be able to think in such a way where if your thinking is correct, then you'll be able to move forward into the awesome things that God has in store for you. Well, when you got saved, God saved your spirit, you on the inside of you. That's who he saved. But you still possess a soul and your soul needs saving also. Are you listening to me? Your soul needs saving also. Because if your soul is still tainted with the mess from this world and the lies from Satan and all the other things that we learned previously, then that taint will cause you to believe that you ain't going to get what God has in store for you. That taint will cause you to believe you ain't going to get what God has in store for you. So God wants to get rid of the ain't by getting rid of the taint. Are you listening to me? So he wants to save your soul. That word save in the literal Greek means to deliver your soul. He wants to deliver your soul. Get your soul out of where it is to where he wants it to be. Get your mind off what he, that it's on and on to what he wants it to be on. Get out of your mind the things that's in your mind that causes you to not receive God's things at any time so that your mind can be cleansed, your mind can be cleared so that you can be able to receive what God really has in store for you. Are you listening to me? Rev, stand up here. You stand up too. Y'all my posse. No, for real. Praise God. <laughs> now these guys right here, that's the crew. Praise God. Now this powerful man over God is looking all pure over here. It uh, got on his, his cream colored suit and everything like that, covered by the blood, the red, the red shirt. Praise God. Glory to God. Good choice today. Very good choice. Amen. Praise God. And these brothers over here and stuff like you got to understand now, this brother been saved. Praise God. These brothers right here are going to be the enemy. Everybody say boo hiss. And see, this is the enemy and stuff like that. This is doubt. This is unbelief. This is confusion. This is strife. And so this, these are folk that Satan sends into your mind by way of information, be able to cause you to believe you can't have the things that God has in store for you. Now, this powerful man of God over here is full of faith. But see, every time you hear the word of God, Satan is immediately going to send doubt, unbelief, strife, and confusion into the midst of confusion and strife into the midst of your (laughs) life and stuff like that to go surround him and tell him that he can't have what God said he can have. And they're going to keep telling him that. Now, they telling him he can't have it. They telling him he can't be it. They telling him he can't achieve it and stuff like that. Now, God's inviting him to come to this promised land. And God is saying, come up hither. How you like my God voice? Come up hither. He tells him, come up hither. But he can't get there because they got him all strapped up and tied up and messed up and constantly all in his ear. Anybody feel me up in here? Anybody ever been there? Whereas, you, you know, you want to go where God has and stuff for you and they got you all hemmed up like he does and stuff like that. But what God will do, here you come, now it's your turn, come on, come on. And so, so God has a word, strong and powerful, that he'll send over to deliver him. Now go deliver him. And that word will go over, it usually moves a little faster than that. But the word will, del- will deliver him and get him up off of him and, and so that he can be able to make it through. And be able to come. But as long as he cooperates with the word, as the word brings him this way, bring him this way, word. As long as he cooperates with the word, it'll be fine. But if he draws back and pulls back away, he steps back into the perdition <laughs> that was going to rough him up and keep him from being able to receive what God has in store for him. Now, fortunately, God will keep sending the word to go back over there and set him free so that he could bring him to the thing he has in store for him. And if he cooperates with the word, when the things try to come back on him, then the word will step in the middle and let you know, no, see, y'all ain't got nothing to say to him. Are you listening to me? Well, that's all that we have time for today. We hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. God tells us in this Word, which is absolutely true, 
all the wonderful things that he wants to do for me and you. God's word also shows us that we have to respond properly to his word for those things to happen for me and you. So let's believe God's word is true and respond properly to the word that he shares with me and you so that God can do in our lives everything that he promised in his word that he'll do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road, in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I got just a thing for all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. We invite all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christian Business Persons Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month with many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to fellowship and network together as well as to receive a powerful word from God that'll help them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. 2 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 20 says, Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the rulers of the city and went to the house of the Lord. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the ministers of the marketplace. There is no charge for the free will offering will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.